Hi everyone, I'm Ginger Carlson and this is Get Thirsty. Welcome everyone. I am so delighted and excited to begin this episode with sharing a poem I wrote. And actually, maybe this is actually the first poem I wrote that started me on a path of writing about soul transformation and poetry along those lines. And I know a lot of people describe our world as being in a place of strife right now. And that is true for certain in some ways, in a lot of ways. But I also believe that our world is in a place of possibility that we haven't seen in a long time. A place where innovation and technology can enable us to create new things, to reach people in unique ways, to communicate differently and even to build community in ways that generations before us didn't. So here's the poem. No human will be untouched. No human will be untouched by this planet's puberty. Chaos and change walk palm in palm. Genesis may be thousands of years past, but the world is still in creation mode. Reframing is what is requested of us now and ultimately required. Because every day we are becoming new humans through personal apocalypses. What deep inquiry needs to happen to alter realities? Our birthright is to walk through it awake, lick our wounds, learn our lessons, heal slowly, love massively. These are the solutions for a thriving future. Here, a divine appointment, an audience we must show up for. So our last episode was about listening to our souls and really hearing so that we can make better decisions and take right action. There's actually one more thing I want to give you around this topic. And so once you know that capital K-N-O-W. Once you know, once you've developed this heightened intuition for what is necessary in the world, your world, you'll begin to notice these things each day with a little more clarity. You'll feel a little bit more guided, a little bit more on the path to feeling more in alignment with who you are and who you're meant to be, what you're supposed to be doing and the contributions that you are supposed to make. And that's one thing, right? But then what? That place is an exciting place to be. It's also a little scary. So try not to be afraid to feel scared, but more like that feeling is a fear that's okay. Experiment with thanking that feeling, thinking that that feeling exists in the first place. Acknowledge that that's where you are on the journey and you're in the exact right spot. Remember that poem, it doesn't matter if you don't know right now. Remember we are in the desert of forgetting and that awakening, that comatoseness, it will blast us into new nectar. Don't try to control it. But there is something important to do next so that you can step into it. And here it is. Before you can welcome your new self into this next step, you have to first say goodbye to your old self. 
And this is like completing a cycle of things. And so I encourage you to, whatever you're doing right now, to stop for just a second. Pull out your journal or a notebook, and everyone's different. I actually write in my calendar, my daily to-do calendar, I actually write in the margins and in the, the white spaces and use it as a journal. These kind of everyday little notes to myself in the space that I'm already working. So I can track when I wrote it and I can see it in context of what else is happening in my life. And I have years and years of notebooks and calendars like this and planners. I'm a planner. And I'm actually so grateful to be able to look back and see my thoughts and writings literally embedded into meetings I was having, different events that I was that was going on in my life or things that I was doing, even what my kids were doing when I was thinking that thing or what concerts I was going to, if I went to a museum opening to see what art and music was also influencing me when I was undergoing some kind of certain soul revolution, if you will. So whether it's a journal or your calendar, pull it out right now. And first, start with writing down the answer to this question. And you can put the question somewhere in there. And it's the question is, what does my soul know right now? And after Having gone through this process where you've identified yourself at a crossroad, you see and embrace some of the paradoxes that exist in your life. You've begun to align your soul and role in your inner and outer life. And you've started the steps to develop an even more heightened intuition. Then answer that question. Just let the pen flow. What does my soul know right now? Let anything come out. Perhaps it's my soul now knows that I am meant for different work in this life. My soul now knows that I have to tell the tale of dot, 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 whatever challenge you've overcome so that you can support people who've gone through something similar. My soul now knows that I must complete this job or this project I've been working on or let it go either way. My soul now knows that I'm worthy of a love I didn't realize existed. My soul now knows that I have to trust myself before I can trust another human. Whatever it is that you feel you've received clarity on through this process, write it down, articulate it well, give it voice. And then when you are at that crossroads and you've taken the next step, it's crucial that you take the time to say goodbye to your old self. Without that step, saying goodbye as a ritual, you will bring that old self and the baggage that might be there with it into the new reality. And people say goodbye to their old selves in lots of different ways. Maybe for some people it is as easy as a letter to yourself. It wasn't that ever that easy for me. For me, it was really difficult when I decided to leave my job a job and career that I had security in, that I had retirement and health insurance, and I even had support in my lifestyle and travel to not just appreciate that in my life, but it was also part of my identity. And when I made that decision, because my soul knew, 
And I knew, but I knew that if I didn't get out of that, that I would live to the end of my days without feeling like I had done the work of my soul. What brings me alive. And saying goodbye and closing that chapter took me many, many, many months. But when it happened, whew. See, I had dug my nails into that identity. And it's one thing to say goodbye to a job or a location or a person, which are all challenging things to say goodbye to, even when it's just one of those things. But to say goodbye to all those things and your complete identity all at the same time requires this undoing of old habits, even in just the way I talked about who I was and what I did in the world. But when I was finally able to do that, something lifted in me. And when it was only then that I was able to take the next, next necessary step, and then I started feeling my creation and my doing, my being, really coming into what my soul knew. Darn, that feels good. But I had to be able to say goodbye to my old self first. And that is not a process of kicking your old self to the curb. This is saying goodbye to your old self and honoring it. That that old self prepared you precisely prepared you for everything you're about to do. So you're not just saying goodbye. You're honoring it. You're cherishing it. You're thanking that old self for getting you to where you are right now, completely prepared to be in alignment with your soul. And that is the key. So think about all the ways that you can say goodbye to your old self in a way that honors who that part of yourself needed to be for you. Why it was that it was there. And thank your old self. As we said in the poem in a previous episode, thank it way out beyond the deep end. Honoring who, who you really were is the best death. And the beginning of the most amazing birth. It's a gift that we should cherish so that we can make something new and take our next great step. So I'll leave you with this. Everything drops to its knees and begs for light. Don't even consider for a second that you are not wild enough to draw that light in, to inspire it to dance, collide with its own radiance, and birth a new kind of star. You have everything in you to birth something new. Let's do it. And just like that opening poem said, our birthright is to walk through this life awake, lick our wounds, learn our lessons, heal slowly, love massively. These are the solutions for a thriving future. Here, a divine appointment, an audience we must show up for.